Hi, it's Angie, and welcome back to Midlife Magic and Mayhem. This episode is another solo, unscripted episode from me actually hanging out in my closet <laughs> because there is an earth mover in the back of our property uh, digging a giant hole to replace the septic system um, at the house that we are living in right now. So I'm in my closet and it's quite cozy here. So this will be audio only. There will be no video for this. Although maybe one day I will take a video of me in my closet. But for now, we're just going to be audio today. And I wanted to check in because in my own life recently, I have felt a little bit unmoored. And we moved about six weeks ago. I'm in menopause. So, you know, that stuff is still going on, hormonal fluctuation. And uh, I don't think I'm quite postmenopausal yet, but I'm really getting close. But sometimes my emotional state and mental state is just not as strong as it sometimes can be. Or like one day I feel like it's super strong. And then the next day I'm like, don't look at me. I want to burn everything down, kill you, and then cry. Like it's just, we're just in that phase of life right now. That is the messy threshold space of midlife. And one of the things I noticed was I had really let go or become a little perhaps too relaxed uh, with some of the practices that I know that I can lean on and that make a real difference for me. And so I've started going back to those, um, going back to meditation, going back to free movement, going back to spending quality, quiet time with myself, especially outdoors in nature. And now that we have this five acre property, just walking the land and just being outside and piddling, like not even having a plan, but just being with, with what's out there, the trees and the flowers and the grass and the animals. And I just uh, wanted to check in, like I said, and share with you a meditation that I experienced. And this is through the Insight Timer app. And if you don't have that app, I highly, highly recommend it. You can do all sorts of things. They have courses. They have just a simple timer that will ring you in with a beautiful bell sound. And then you can just have quiet time and it'll ring you out of your designated time with that same bell or any sort of sound. You can have ambient sound in the back. You can find all kinds of music for meditation, different guided meditations. Uh, it's just, it's a phenomenal app. And again, I highly recommend it. So went back to a guided meditation, a really short course there and had a, a really profound experience that I want to share with you here. And there were three questions that were proposed in this particular meditation. And the, the core messaging of this course that I'm taking is about timelessness and the effect that time and timelessness can have on the day-to-day -day living of our life and how we feel abundant or how we feel in lack or, or really just how it affects our day-to-day -day living. And years ago, 
I would tell people that sometimes I felt like I was walking around with a clock over my head, so attached and tied to time. And I think that for a lot of us, when we have children and our and our children are younger, we are attached to time or you have a workplace that you have meetings that you're scheduled to and you have to show up at a certain time in a certain place and you've got to go pick up your kids at a certain time and they have to be at school at a certain time. So time is something that becomes very much at the forefront of our lives. And I know that it did for me. And it's something that I really worked on was separating myself from the kind of stress of being attached to time and the anxiety that could come up with that attachment of everything has to be on a time schedule and, and what that would really produce in my body and how that impacted the way I felt about myself, the way I felt about the people around me. And it, it had a big impact. So I had worked on that quite a bit and been able to move through and that clock became more quiet. The clock that I felt that was over my head became more quiet and I was able to put it down and separate myself from it. And recently, and I think age might have something to do with it, the amount of moving around that we've done in the past few years, hormones, all of the things come together with a perfect storm. And I felt that clock come back and I felt this real essence of time and what am I doing with time? And what kind of time do I have? And what am I doing with my time? It wasn't a conscious thing. It just, I noticed that it just sort of started appearing more and more. It was that same sort of feeling. So that's why this particular meditation really spoke to me, this idea of timelessness. And what can we do with that? Or, or not even do with it, but how does it weave its way into our lives? And what can it help me see again that I might not be seeing at this stage of life. So the three questions that were proposed during this meditation were about time. And I'll read the questions and then I will will share with you kind of what came up for me, the reflections that that came through during this particular meditation. And then I would suggest or invite you to be with these questions on your own. Take some time, take five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever you can do for yourself. Sit with these questions. You can go for a walk. You can sit in meditation quietly, whatever works for you. But just take a moment to be with it and uh, see what comes up, see what's alive for you. So the first question is, how would your experience of life be different if you had 100 more years to live? And the second question is, how would your experience of life be different if you had 1,000 more years to live? And the third question, how would your experience of life be different if you had eternity to live? So after I sat with those questions, what came up for me around the first one, at 100 years, I felt confused. I still felt pressure to do something or to redo something or to change a course or directionality of my life. There still was a feeling of pressure and like confusion or tightness. Am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right path? Oh, 
well, I have a hundred more years. I could go learn a whole new thing. I could go learn, you know, I could go to medical school. Not that that's what came up. That's not what came up. But just as an example, like I could completely change. Now I have time to do that. But there was still like pressure. Like there was a constraint with time. And then with the second question, at a thousand years, a feeling of relaxation came in. That feeling of constraint and pressure and stress that I've got to do something with this time really fell away. The tightness eased. And what came through was appreciation and a deep sense of gratitude for all the little things. And it seemed like all that doing that I was thinking that I needed to do really slowed down and everything became much slower. I envisioned myself out in nature and I envisioned myself walking with the people I love and I envisioned myself smelling flowers and <laughs> all those things that I love to do because time had slowed. And so I really got a chance to be in the moment. And then with the third question, at eternity, things really slowed down. There was no sense of urgency at all. I was very much in the present moment. All the kind of rush feeling and confusion completely went away. And it was interesting to me that the more quote unquote time I felt, the less pressure I felt. So it would seem that with less time, I would feel more present in each moment because of the constraint of that time. Like if there's less time that we have, then we're going to be more present throughout that length of that life. But what I found during this meditation was that the opposite was true. What I found was a sense of an equation almost that the less time there was more pressure and less presence. And then the flip side of that equation more time equaled less pressure and more presence. So I've always had this feeling, and I've actually done work around this and research around that really time is an illusion. Time is a man-made construct to track patterns of light and dark, lightness and darkness. And a lot of time it was for farming and for agriculture. But throughout history, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen humans, um, you know, tracking sunlight and tracking light for different purposes. So time is really an illusion. So the questions that came through for me, how can I stop buying into this illusion? And yes, we still have to show up to places and we still have to be at a thing at a certain time and all of that. And that's not going away. That's our human experience. And yes, we're going to do all those things. But how can I, how can I release myself from that pressure of time? How can I release myself from the illusion of time? And just use it for the tool of living a human life. 
how can I work with my nervous system to unravel this pattern and unravel the pattern of feeling like there's a clock over my head? And I think this can really come through in midlife. We really start to think about time, how much time is behind us, how much time is before us. And we can really lose sight of the moment that we are in because that's truly all that we have. And even though, even I, like I know this, I speak this, I say this, I've been, that's been in my consciousness for years now. Like the only thing we have is the moment that we're in. Yay, I got that intellectually. But how can I embody that as a true understanding so that I can live my life from the experience of eternal time? where all of that pressure is released, the confusion dissipates. And I know that the only thing deeply is this present moment and have that deep appreciation and gratitude that came through during that meditation and that sense of slowing down, knowing that all those things that I need to quote-unquote do will be done when I am relaxed, when I am patient, and I'm not attached to time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is brought to you by The Playground. In September of 2023, nestled in a ponderosa pine forest only 10 minutes from downtown Boulder, I am co-hosting a retreat for couples That will change lives. It's called the playground and it will transform your relationship to yourself, your body, your eroticism, and definitely your relationship with your partner. And we'll also look at why all of this matters. The playground is a uniquely curated private retreat immersion experience where you and five other couples will receive hands on training by a somatic sexological body worker and master trainer in the the erotic blueprints. Each participant will learn their own blueprint of pleasure and how to more fully understand the language of your partner's body and pleasure map, as well as your own. This direct experiential system of education supercharges these somatic skills in your body unlike any other workshop out there. Working with the body breaks through long-standing barriers and beliefs that have been holding you back to fully access and express your deepest desires. This leads to a truly erotic, deep sex life that can open portals of experience and levels of intimacy you never dreamed possible in every single area of your life. Come join us on The Playground. Go to www.theplayground.love for more information and to set up an interview. See you next time.